We are In Bed With Books. Thank you for joining us this week. I'm Melissa. And I'm Bethany. If you'd like to find us outside of wherever you're listening from, then you can find us on our website, inbedwithbookspod.com, on Instagram at inbedwithbookspod, and find us on YouTube for video versions of the podcast and bonus episodes. So let's jump right in. I started using this like reading notebook at the beginning of season two. So the very first book in it is King of Scars. And I take like probably four or five pages worth of notes for everything. Not once have I actually referenced it for any of our episodes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I said that I was going to start writing notes and I was like, no, yeah. I I mean, it just didn't happen. Yeah. So I bring vibes. I bring vibes. Yeah. And, and Melissa has the detail, but, um, but that's why I remember things. Yeah. Like you always joke about like how you're like, how do you, it's like that. Yeah, exactly. Cause you, cause you have read, you've written it down. Um, but you were saying you were, you put them in, you like, you put your theories in there and I'm like, I really like what we did with this book where you had it finished before me. So then I could just like spew things at you. And I really enjoyed that because, because it's rare. Usually we try and kind of go at the same pace and like finish Mm -hmm. it at the same time. Yeah. Um, and I think there was one time when I finished before you and it was crown of gilded bones. Yes. And I would still spew things at you and be like, oh my God, you have yeah. to like, and you were just like, I'm not I was there like, yet. please stop. <laughs> I know. <You're> like, <laughs> but also like the other times that I've finished a book before you is I think when you've also already read the book. Yeah. And so it didn't really matter. Yeah. Because yeah. we, it was there. at that point, it was just like, okay, I can finally talk to you about it. Yeah. So if we can figure out a way that you can read it before now, it's fine. Um, it's nice though I like that yeah especially for this one which was like like such a well that was the thing is like I anticipated knew it was gonna take read. me about as long as number one did number one took me about a week and a half to read probably about probably close to like two weeks total but that weekend I read all weekend like woke up yeah. did minimal work and then read your pants immediately off. started reading and read until like two or three in the morning and did yeah. it again so I did it like Friday Saturday and Sunday night and wow. I still had at that point I still had like 250 pages to read yeah yeah I I thought I would be able to get it done in the week but it, it takes me about two weeks for a thousand pages evidently yes so. yes 500 pages a week that's my limit yeah, yeah. <laughs> to um, also eat breathe and sleep and yeah just exist I, so I do write theories in there, mm-hmm. not so much to like hide them from you because as we see on the podcast, I have no shame and just like blurting out whatever possible wrong theories I have. Mm-hmm. But so I can go back because sometimes, you know how in, I think it was like maybe blood and ash. We had all those theories about what was going on and how things were happening and what was going to happen in the next book. That's where like, I would write like, a quote that I was like, oh, this could definitely be double meaning and then reference the previous theory. So that's mm-hmm. uh, what's going on up here. Yeah. Because if I, if I leave it up here, it's going to get lost. Yeah. Yeah. Have that's that's why I message you. Like, yeah. I, I was like messaging you. I'm like, okay, for the record, this is mm-hmm. what I think. And then it changes, of course. Yes. And then you're like, but I thought it was this person. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, like, well, but I had also a B and yeah, the record, is, <laughs> the record states that <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. 
okay, so what are we doing today? Oh what my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Okay, yeah, we've so, just been talking. We haven't even said the book yet. So, so we're so we're covering House of Sky and Breath by Ooh. Sarah J. Moss, yes. number two in Crescent City, yes. and we. It is probably the biggest anticipated read in Bookstagram YA world. Yes, I would say. I've been waiting for this for a year. I I read Crescent City one last year, and I was just like, oh, I have to wait another year. But after Crescent City had already been out for a year, so yeah, I've been telling everyone at work, oh, I get to go pick up the book today, like at the bookstore, <laughs> yeah. and like, and then they're like, oh, I want to see the book, and then I bring the book, and they're like, oh, like it's so pretty, and I'm like, yeah, I mean, like they don't know, they don't like read fantasy they're or just, anything. They're, they're like just like you, excited for me, you, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm like making everyone excited for me, and then. I told them, I said, oh, the book finished. And now I have to wait. Now there's these characters that are just going to sit where they're going to sit for two years until Actually, I. What? Number three is coming out next. Really? She's not. Oh, really? Yeah. When it, what, how do you know okay. these things? <laughs> I. I, I troll the internet a lot you do. i am not like an internet troll but i'm in there digging You're trolling I'm, yeah. I'm digging for garbage yeah, digging. is what it is i'm like in the very traditional sense of troll um <laughs> so I, I can't remember where i read it because I, I remember immediately thinking i have to tell bethany that the next avatar book isn't going to be out this year it does make me think maybe so, okay we're going to get into I'm just gonna say this right right now. This will 100% have spoilers. If you have not read the book yet, yes. then do not listen to this episode. Yes. Sorry. Not. Sorry, not sorry. Yeah. For those of you who have read it. Yes. Yes. So, because what I'm gonna say is like major end of book spoiler. Yeah. So, because we see Reese at the end. Yes. It's unclear where in the like their timeline mm-hmm. it is. And so I'm wondering if the reason this one's coming right. first is because yes. the next, like, like the, the two, let's see, there's like two parallel timelines. Time mm-hmm. And so the next book in the like Thorns and Roses series is actually after the third Crescent mm-hmm. City book. Possibly. That's, that's my theory. Yes. Which, as I just stated, are frequently wrong. So, <laughs> God, to say? always, especially especially when we were like ooh Jaseva's going to be like a big yeah she was just pretty small i think she will in the next one i think okay <laughs> we stand yes. by that right like, yes yes no i stand by that especially because uh the underking had that line where he was like oh just jessiba yes i know her by another name mhm mm-hmm. like that's strange yeah that's coming back and part of our like foundation for she's gonna be really big was the like epilogue with Adis mm-hmm. and they mentioned like oh don't you think Hunt's father would be proud of him so fast forward to falling action of House of Sky and Breath we find out that the angels have all been like basically genetically engineered like they've been bred mm-hmm. from like crossing different fae together so the fact that like Adis is invested in some manner in who Hunt's father is, it's actually like really interesting because they're now like we find out that they're how like why they're sworn enemies. Yeah. So now I oh my God. even more want to find out no. who his dad is. No, the okay. So okay. Okay. Let's let's work backwards here. Because I, we have I, the there's last no other scene. way. There's no other way. There's no other way. We have yeah. to. 
So the last scene when Bryce arrives in spoiler Valeris, pretty yes. sure. Um, or at least the the night court. Mm-hmm. Um pretty sure it's Azriel who finds Yes her because again he has a beautiful face that's he's, he has, he the has knife. a beautiful face yeah if, if you want to know how many spoilers i've seen on <laughs> you've the read end, it I all have, i have not I've, I've i have not even finished the first book yet <laughs> and i know these things yeah so um, okay yes, so that's yes. Azrael. um and then when she's in the room and the people start coming in the first person that comes in is amarin yep and she's gonna know a lot of what's going on then it was Cassian, because mm-hmm. he's like broader. Huge. Yes. And then Nesta, uh, Nesta, and then Farah, and then Reese. So yeah. Reese has the star eyes, and yeah. Reese is the one that she says looks exactly like Hunt. No, no, no Rune. She says he looks like Rune, Rune, right? That's what I meant. That's yes, what I meant. Rune. Yes. yes. So I'm so, like, ah, yes. She even yes. like she she thinks that he's Rune for a second. She calls yeah. him Rune, which is so exciting yes we find out that okay so she can still speak bryce can still speak like the um the old language the old language Mm -hmm. what you and i originally thought was like oh this is like the same Mm -hmm. you like same world but different times is actually the same time different worlds yes so we got like the time and places mixed up because elaine makes that i think it's elaine makes the comment where she's like nobody's spoken that language for maybe amarin does i can't remember i think amarin yeah yeah, it makes sense. Nobody's spoken that language here for yes. fifteen thousand years, which is just how long it's been since yeah. the uh, yes, since the, they, they opened called? the rift or whatever. The assholes, the Asteri. Asteri. Thank you. The the Asteri have been locked out of that world. Yeah. So Amarin is really, really old. Like okay. she's she. You'll find out. She's like yeah. not really a person. She's like a spirit demon thing that's just been around forever. And she just embodies this, this vessel. That makes sense with, because Bryce also makes the comment that she looks a lot like Fury. Well, I think they're uh, alluding to the fact that they have like Asian type features. No, 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 that's fair. But in the same kind of like context when she's like, oh, and he looks like Rune. So we're seeing these connections between these people. Oh yeah, that's right. Because Fury. Fury, we don't know what Fury is. Yes, that's right. Yes. I also made that connection. We don't know what house she's sworn to. We don't know what creature she is. Because even no matter whose point of view you're getting, if you have a scene, like if they have a scene with Fury, they make the comment where they're like her strange smell that we couldn't place. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And and they're like, we don't ask her like what house she's from because it's not like polite. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which is also kind of extremely funny. Yeah. Because it's the same as like, so like where are you from yeah like really like where where like where are you from like that kind of question which also in case anyone's wondering very rude yes okay okay so we find out about like the the prophecy about like the reuniting of the knife and the sword which i already knew from the beginning of crescent city yeah that that was the the knife everyone did everyone was like okay so we so that was like an egg that was like an easter egg of like these universes might collide yeah we at that point we didn't know how they were connected but we know that they're connected yeah okay (laughs) okay (laughs) now that we got that out of our system (laughs) 
okay i feel like we should go through some of the characters because this brought mm-hmm. a lot more a lot characters, more characters. In. Yeah. And we had a lot of comments about everybody throughout the entire thing, like our yeah. entire reading it. And so I'm going to start with one that I, you, you're probably expecting, Celestina. Mm-hmm. Fuck Celestina. I fucking knew she was going to be a snake. I fucking knew she was going to be some fake ass, <laughs> like positive is vibes your, only kind of bitch. Is this your like hate character this, yes. this episode? I <laughs> called it. I, how many times did I tell you, like, Celestine is too good to be true? I don't trust mm-hmm, that bitch. Mm-hmm. So many times because she was. Mm-hmm. I was okay. I, I didn't trust her for most of the book, but then I think maybe about halfway through, and don't quote me on that, uh, Hunt's having a conversation with Isaiah, and he's like, Do you actually like working for her? And Isaiah's like, Yeah, I love it. She's great. And that's mm-hmm. when I knew. Yeah. That's when I knew it was the worst it's because Isaiah easy. said the same fucking shit about Micah. Mm-hmm. and we saw what happened there so at that point I was like well I don't trust her now because Isaiah is a terrible judge of character yeah absolutely the worst yeah I thought I thought more was gonna happen with Isaiah but it didn't yeah that was another one of my fun theories that went down the toilet it was like <laughs> yeah I was like Isaiah's gonna die and Hunt's gonna have to like come to be a leader which could still happen yeah Celestina could the Asteri could fall hopefully yeah and i do think that celestina gets her comeuppance i i don't think that hypaxia is gonna enjoy uh or i guess like not that she could imp- uh, approve because hypaxia is definitely like lower on the totem pole mm-hmm. but i don't think that hypaxia is gonna like if she ever finds out we'll see but yeah um working our way backwards though yes a little bit while it's in my brain mm-hmm when she's in the Asteri vaults or whatever, and she's yeah. like looking at everything and realizing what's going on. God, yeah. it was so fucking meta. But like, also, I love like the themes of just like globalization. Yep. Colonization. Yep. Racism. Like yep. all of these things. And the like the the conscious effort that the Asteri took in breeding this like. Mm-hmm. disdain between them mm-hmm. like they fully yes, acknowledge absolutely they were, the they the, were like oh we had to make sure to pit you guys against each other so you wouldn't fight the divide and conquer yep divide yep. and conquer which is literally i don't think people it's it's kind of sad how little people realize that that's happening yeah. within classes yep that like you realize you're being told this so that you won't like so you don't see like the real like the real real perpetrators Mm -hmm. yeah yes yep yep it was also interesting so when we were in our masters I did my dissertation on um Mm -hmm. like it involved the slave trade and so I had to read a lot of documents Mm -hmm. that were like ship documents these kinds of like medical journals where they were recording this kind of information ship uh Oh, I can't even remember the word. Ledger. Now. It's so gone from my brain. <laughs> ledger. Yeah, thank you. Like ledgers, kinds of yeah uh, things where you like check in at, at ports and you have to like record everything. Yeah. Um, and in the scene, not when she's in the vaults, but when she goes off to that room, that like the dusk room, mm-hmm. she is reading through essentially what's like the same kinds of documents. Mm-hmm. So like talking about individual planets and like making a record of the population and then taking like very detailed notes on 
how and why and like why it didn't work out why these planets how they were conquered how they left how it and fell. the phys- their physical like attributes yes and things like that that um like labels and classifications and yep yeah yep it very much read like like those kinds of documents mm-hmm. which aside yep. from the actual like content of some of those things like when they note like the children were great meals along the way like disgusting absolutely disgusting yeah but she like moss made a very very made a very clear point in in shaping that room's information like that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah yeah um i will say though i fucking called it with like <laughs> what was happening with the first light um right i'm gonna reference my reading notes yes let's see what chapter <laughs> I call this we're one. gonna check a box today everyone yes we are gonna check a box and i know i wrote it in all caps um so beginning of part three i finally like put it into words because i've been really fucking suspicious about it mm-hmm. for about probably like a hundred pages before that i remember thinking and then yeah. somebody said a line and i was like oh fuck like that is exactly what's happening Mm-hmm. And so that's like reason number two, why the Osteri were so angry with Hunt and with Bryce, because Bryce had this massive first light explosion that like lit up the entire city. It was how many hundreds of years worth of these people's magic put in there, right? Right. And it didn't go into the system. They didn't harness it because it got used immediately for that and somebody makes a comment about how she, she has a little bit left i think it was the underking because she didn't do it in one of their facilities where they like part, like capture it are you talking about the drop or yeah, yeah yeah when she drops because she did it out in the open they were able to track it because like declan's a tech genius but yes. they weren't able to take it and use it right and so this would have given the asteria like crazy crazy high yeah and they couldn't use it yeah. So I guarantee you that also was like pissing them off. Yeah. Big F. Big fuck big, you. Yeah. And she didn't even realize it. Project fuck you. Yep. Yep. Okay. 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 Characters or sorry. Yeah. What were you thinking? Cormac was the other one that Cormac, I wanted to talk about. Cormac. Yes. Oh my God. So I, I had a feeling that you were going to kind of love him I by did. the end. And I know you did because he like, he was like the victor, the Holland. Mm-hmm. the the sacrificial dad yes. character because yes. he had major dad energy although i also feel like therian did as well because i had this really i got really excited when therian and ethan were going to be like little buddies yeah same <laughs> okay let's okay let's talk about those three actually because yeah. all of them by the end i was like oh god i feel so bad <laughs> yeah um they got i hated shorted. cormac at first yeah obviously like he's kind of a uh misogynistic asshole yeah (laughs) fun fact quick tangent alphas are more often than not okay so like we all we've all seen like the viral things about how like the guy who coined alpha wolf or like alpha in like wolf packs Mm -hmm. has actually like rescinded it it was this very much this uh product of the wolves that they were watching were not well taken care of and so it wasn't like a good example of wolf community The way to actually identify an alpha within a pack is to find the one that is the most nurturing and the most protective of the rest of the pack. Not for the one that's like the strongest, 
but yeah. the one that stays behind to make sure everybody's catching up the one who checks right. on everybody to make sure everyone's eaten and so yeah. i find that really interesting because she's always joking that like hunt is the alcohol yeah. but it's always in motion moments when he's really yeah caring he's about pr- her protect- protective protecting her yeah 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 so yeah that's a good point. fun little tangent really cute yes, yes i love that um okay so he's yeah he's a misogynist cormac is a misogynistic asshole He's like, you know, the reason your star lights up is because we're destined. And it's like, first of all, Gagney, disgusting. Well, uh, so I I thought all of that was a ruse for the rebellion. No, it was. And his like, because that was kind of in public to kind of. No, I'm talking about before we found out that it was a ruse. When he said that, we didn't know it was a ruse yet. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I think he was like, because he was kind of on show at the party. Yeah. Yeah, but oh, it's so you were, before you. I'm saying before like, this, you like, found this, out, this you were like, he's before, an alcohol. Yeah, before yes, yeah. <laughs> okay, um, because he said that when he went to go see he's her like, in her office. <laughs> you will be my bride. <laughs> yeah, and it's like first of all, fuck off. Second, I was all, honestly waiting for like something real creepy to happen. Same, exactly, exactly. Yeah, he, had, I was he like, had major creeper vibes. Yes, I agree. Huge creeper vibes. And then when we find out that he's actually Agent Silver. My first thought, he's going to die. Because they would not, like, authors don't make us hate a character that much to flip us like that if they're not going to make us immediately fall in love with them. Yeah. To kill them. Yep. 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 So that way when they die at the end, you cry. (sighs) Especially when they sacrifice themselves for the greater good. Yeah. I cried in this book and I can't, fucking can't remember now when. Um, Oh God, I I know when. I didn't. I didn't cry as hard as I did number one, but I definitely teared up a few times. What about you? I cried. Oh God. I cried when she was looking at the photo of Danica at the end. Yeah. And it was like, because, okay. Number one, this book is incredibly fast paced. Yeah. We don't get the domestic bliss of the last book. We don't, no one's going to bed at normal hours. You know, they're not even able to like have a good night yeah. of sex. Their whole like sex life in this book is just about like how they can't. Which they time. fucking did it to themselves by making this. Yeah. We'll wait until the solstice yeah. deal. Like, yeah, fuck off, Whatever. fuck off. <laughs> Whatever. Which is a while away. Um, but so the book is really fast paced. And so you don't have a lot of time to process And so there's this moment then when fucking shit happens after shit happens after shit happens. And it's right before they're about to leave for the, what is it called? The, the the Asteri castle or whatever it is. Oh yeah. Yeah. Whatever that second Yeah. The eternal city. Yeah. The eternal city before they're about to leave because they knew that they might not come back. Yeah. She just like kind of leaves and goes to her room and hunt follows and she like picks up the picture and she's just like talking about like, what if I'm not able, I don't know. It was just like, everything just kind of came to a head for her emotionally. That's like, that's the scene where she's finally letting herself feel shitty about the fact that Danica hid a lot of stuff from her. Yeah, exactly. Because she was always standing up for her Yeah, and being like, oh, she is perfect. And everyone was just kind of like, I mean, you know. Yeah. And like, It's one thing to hide these kinds of like underground investigations that might get you killed from her, but she also hid Baxian, like the fact that she had mm-hmm. a, a, a mate. mate from her, yeah. which I think was 
the last kind of straw for her being able to say it wasn't that bad it, mm-hmm. it was to protect me like that's a personal thing yeah. you know yeah um that part really got to me when I don't I wish I could find it right now but um it was right at the end of the chapter and I was just kind of like bawling a little bit yeah. because I was just like yeah like and she wasn't reconciled with uh Juniper yet and then the fact that she had to give syrinx to fury yeah that was like holy shit oh shit like they are they are anticipating possibly not coming back yes yep that was scary um and i i had a bad feeling that they wouldn't be for two reasons one it was way too easy. Cormac was like, they're so cocky. They don't have any protections. It's like, you should really be considering the fact that they don't. It seems mm-hmm. an awful lot. Like, like somebody wants you to be there. And then two, there just weren't enough pages left. Yeah. Like when they were getting to the, to the city, to the castle, I was like, this is not enough time for yeah. them to get in and get out. Yeah. And to have a yeah. kind of falling, falling yeah. progression. Like, yeah. Well, and, and, and the setup. Right. Yep. You got Rune meeting Cormac at a bar and they're like, when all is said and done, let's uh let's start over. And Cormac being like, that sounds nice. Like, yeah. And then the fact that they had to like slip it in right before Bryce got got into the place is like, okay, like they're they're mm-hmm. she's tying things up now, which yeah, that was devastating. The part that I cried at in the end is when I think it was maybe they both said it possibly. But there's a point when they're like, I'm never going to see my mate again. Oh, God. Yeah. 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 I was like, don't don't say that. That's a lie. First of all, it's a fucking lie. I don't believe you. But I'm going to cry right now because it's stressing me out. Like, I'm fucking scared right now. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Okay. So let's let's talk about the biggest reveal. I think you know what I'm talking about. Um, who day is? Who day is? Yes, this was very well done. Yes. Celestina was the red herring. Yes. Because you and- were like, you knew she was, she was kind of getting, she's getting whored out essentially by yes. the Asteri. She's getting breeded with Ephraim or whatever. Yes, and, like a um, Yeah. And so you think, and she's like, she comes off like really like amenable and like, yeah, like a good person. And like Isaiah likes her. So you're like, oh, maybe she is a rebel. I and mean, then, speak for yourself. That was a red flag for me. Yeah. But, but, but I'm saying she, the way it was written was like meant yes. to seem like, oh, maybe she is a rebel, right? And then the way that like the interactions between Hunt and Celestina happen always tied in with like a, a rune, like a day and night conversation where it kind of alludes to something similar. Mm-hmm. So like we're led to believe the the like brute force that's carrying day away every night is um, Ephraim pulling... Yes. Celestina away so that way they can try to make a a new baby well and there's she makes a statement that says he's a thorough lover yes yes for the most part like there's nothing that Celestina's doing that alludes to her actually enjoying the relationship with Ephraim Mm -hmm. and so part of what Hunt and her are always I guess getting this rapport about is Hunt is making himself this person who Celestina should be able to feel okay going to about the fact that she's not entirely happy with the arrangement. 
and she does allude to it a couple of times she definitely like skirts the line between being safe and not being safe because there's one time when he said something and she was like well I don't really get a choice now do I Mm -hmm. and so then it really sets up for when we start eventually meeting day and her dissatisfaction with her partner and she says something about how like their their fates are tied or something like that when Mm -hmm. she's talking to rune and like that really seems like we're archangels and we have to mate together because our fate as archangels under the asari ties us together so i accidentally spoiled that for myself what do you mean i spoiled for it for myself that it was lydia somebody had posted art or something and they didn't properly like you know how you have to put two because instagram will show you the second picture when you see it again yeah so that's what happened yeah so you always knew not not always i found out after like the second or third meeting with with day right so then the second red herring was hexia yes because then you're like oh maybe they just didn't get along at first and they Mm -hmm. needed kind of this secret like role play weird thing where they can finally get to know each other right yep uh past like the facade of prince and queen yep and it even alluded to this and I wrote this down because yes. I was so paying attention to every fucking word everyone said yes at the party when Rune and Apaxia are together or um something happens okay so first of all when he's with Day in one of his meetings she's like a little like put off by like how casual he talks mm-hmm. and she says yeah that's how you talk to people and then he's just like, oh, yes, I mean, yes, you yeah. know, instead, like, like a full word rather than just, yeah, right. Is like, a, is more formal and whatever. He does this to Hypaxia and Hypaxia gives him a look. Yep. So then you're like, oh, so he is says, yeah, he says, yeah. And then he goes, yes, I mean, yes, which is like literally word for word what he's told day. Mm-hmm. And then Hypaxia has a look. And so then I was like, noted <laughs> yeah yeah exactly <laughs> like, okay exactly. yep because i remember la- the last book we were like oh how perfect would that be right yep. like queen and prince rune then he goes to the meeting place and the harpies there like yeah what are like, you doing and yeah. then he's like god i hope it's not that <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and then and then he goes day and and she's like what are you talking about yeah and he's then, like oh thank god yeah yeah and then he walks away and sees behind behind walking over yep and yep. that was that that kind of sold it for me mm-hmm. but it had been floating around because yeah. there was that meeting where they were in the bar and the harpy and the hind came and the hind was like really gorgeous and like interested yeah. in him um i mean just not interested but just like noticing him I guess yeah um and uh and I was like oh that would be good and I like it crossed my mind that I was like I was like that would be really good that like she's actually undercover there and she has because there's also that that time when um uh Bryce and Hunt they pass them in the hall while they're almost gonna fuck or whatever and then Mm -hmm. like the harpy and the or no Pollux and the hind like walk by you can you can tell like you could see her just like really being able to like the way that like Bryce words her face 
yeah play yeah. it up yeah so um you can see that kind of like not disinterest but this like neutrality that shouldn't be there mm -hmm. so this happened after i read but then like because of that i was also looking for clues obviously mm -hmm. um when they escape the explosion mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and they're being chased so there's no reason that the hind should have gone over there alone right to to see it but then they mention her dropping something yeah the and then when the ship finally shows up and like saves them they i can't remember the lady's name but the 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 mer person who oh send us thank you yes yeah, send us i love is her. like we called for us and they're like no we didn't and then they all just kind of assume that bryce did yeah it was by, like like light. light up mm -hmm. yeah and I was like, that's not what happened. Yeah. Y'all are cute, but you're dumb. Yeah. So, <laughs> but if they weren't dumb, we wouldn't have a book. So. Yeah. And, and the fact that Hunt didn't kill her. Like, yeah, cause he, he very much could have killed yeah. the hind. Yeah. Very easily. And they were going to, and then yeah. they, he just didn't for some reason. Well, because he would have fried everybody else in the. Yeah. The, the process. Yeah. He had some control, some semblance of control. Yeah. Well, it's only because like Bryce's ass was right up on him. Yeah. But yeah, that was that was like the big the big clue. Mm -hmm. I don't know how I feel about Rune in book two. Really? I think okay, it's not that I don't like yeah, him. Yeah. Okay. Part of the appeal oh, in yeah. book one was that he was like kind of like a a frat jock asshole, which was kind of nice. It's always enjoyable to get in these books. Now he's like big brother. <laughs> yeah, now he's like big brother. He's a bit more like, he's a bit more nurturing and like. Yeah, yeah. He, he's less like sexual. And it's funny because this book started out. sex with him. Yeah. Yeah, this book started out with him just like straight up eating a girl out. Mm -hmm. And that was hot. Yeah. And then, I don't know, maybe it was just like seeing his feelings. I was like, I'm not here for feelings. Right. I'm here for a little bit more sex, which the sex was good when we finally got it between them. That was fun. Yeah. I really, yeah, he, he became a lot more fragile Yeah, and I, and I have a feeling he's, I'm, I kind of hope that she does a book. So like in the past, she kind of changes who's like the main focus. Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering if she's going to do that with this series, but I feel like she has enough point of views that she doesn't need to do that. Yeah. And now that Bryce and Hunt are separated, that can like stretch out longer because that's yeah. the thing is you have to keep the romance between the main characters hot enough and she yeah. does this by separating them spoiler alert you have to yeah <laughs> for Akatar. but like it is like yeah you have to you have to do something and so that's like a way so I feel like she's gonna stick with Bryce and Hunt being kind of like the center yeah. but but she's introduced a lot more point of views as well um, yeah. the facts that we had Ethan, like, I love that he was the epilogue. I love yeah. that because I'm like, he needed that. He needed his like resolution. And I'm so excited to see what that was another goes. time that I teared up Yeah, because he's like, I need to help my pack. And she wakes up. That's what wakes her up. Yes. But you also bring up a good point about like all of these different points of view, because the story for the most part, even when there was like different points of view in this book. It was for the most part like the same plot line. Like they're all functioning, mm -hmm. like all working towards the same ends. <laughs> Who said it was like the gaggle? The, like your gaggle of people or something? Oh, like, yeah. Who said that? It was like the back. I think it was the hind or like was it or, the hind? Or, or the harpy or something. 
They were like your gaggle of people. It was one (laughs) of them. Like exactly. I was thinking the same thing. Like everyone just shows up at Bryce's apartment. They're like, like, we're here for the party. Let's order pizza. (laughs) Don't start any of the tea until I get there. Yeah, exactly. She's got a bit of a harem because there's like no other men or there's no other women. It's all I know. men. It's I all know. men. At one point I was like, I mean, the threesome could be with anybody I at know. this point, any of them. But okay. So, but now in going into the next book, we're going to have like three or four different storylines, mm-hmm. different like plots happening at the same time. So I'm also like, how are these things going to tie in together? Or, or is it going to be like a separate series or like what's going to happen? Because we have the main one, which is, Bryce is now in Valeris in the Night Court. Perithian or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. So that's going to be its own storyline. Yeah. Hunt, Rune, and Baxian are now with the Asteri. Hunt's got his uh, his halo back. And it alluded to that Baxian would as well. Yes. Because did he Baxian even have, was... did he have his offer? I don't, I don't think he had one. I okay. don't remember them describing him having one. I no, think he was fair, just like fair. one of their people. But no, I, I think I, I wasn't sure. So that's why, yeah. Yeah. And then, um, but there was like that reaction he had to when like Hunt was getting his. So I think yeah. it kind of alluded that he would get it. I don't know. And if, I don't if think they, they can give it Rune. to Faye, then I guarantee you Rune's going to get one too. Yeah. Or an but equivalent. He, but he's the prince. So yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see how that works out. I'd I'd say going into the next book, I'm not going to trust Rune for that very reason, but that brings me, I'll jump back to it definitely while we're, while, while we're talking about this, because I want to talk about the Autumn King. Oh yeah. Um, so they are definitely going to have their own, their own subplot. Then you got Therian who just handed himself over to the Viper King. Oh God. Yeah. Like an absolute idiot. I don't know if you could be worse at breaking up with somebody, but then also the princess pulled a total mouth away. She was like, just wait to see what my mother has to say about this. Like, okay, we all know you can't fight your your own battles. She's like the Seelie. Yes. Yeah. But like what we all expected Seelie to be. Yeah. And then we'll like look deeper and realize that she, whatever, has I think, I don't think that about the princess. I think the princess is going to be very much like, like what we expect. Yeah. I mean, I'm saying like, if, if, that were ever to get deep dived it would have to be oh yeah but yeah um but therian is like how stupid are you though that yes. like you just go into that casually no backup plan yeah like he is he's one of those guys that's shitty at communicating yep like why yep. can't he tell his friends what he's doing yeah why can't he tell his new like roommates there are how many <laughs> other like kings gaggles and rulers <laughs> in the city that could help you. I know. That you would wait. love your services. Yeah. That would love his like, ugh. Yes. I know. Yeah. He's a himbo. He's too dumb. I also love that he's like an ass man. <laughs> yeah. So cute. But then you've also got Ethan. And Ethan's storyline. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. That one's exciting. And then loosely, loosely, just by like process of elimination, whatever Declan and, and Tristan are going to be doing now. Oh yeah. And they have the sprites. I am so there for that. I hope that we get to see the sprites kick massive ass. Yes, they have to. We need retribution. Um, Redemption. For Leiva. Yeah. So they don't really have like a a kind of like break off, but I think Ethan is somehow, obviously he's going to kind of tie that in because it was the phone call from them 
So they're going to have to figure out what they're doing now that everybody's been captured. Yeah. And they're the only ones that know mm-hmm. because Declan had eyes on the inside. Mm-hmm. So that is all that we're working with going into book three. Yeah. And we don't, we also don't know what Declan was able to catch from yeah. like, like, was he in that like main throne room or whatever, where he did hear what Bryce said about yeah. what they do, what they're doing. So that that'll be really interesting. And then if they did, what do they do with that information? Yeah. It can be assumed that the autumn King knows or knows something. Yeah. Cause he'd been doing research. He, they talk about he's got the same kind of setup that the uh, astrologer, the astronomer, whatever they call him, the guy with the yeah. mystics had. Um, he sees the number that Bryce has written down and he tells her to stop in like a, a, a much scarier way than he'd ever told her to stop before. Mm-hmm. Because it wasn't just like him being like, well, I'm your father and your king. So you stop. It was, you don't understand if you keep doing this, they will go straight to your parents. They will go straight to your mom and to Randall Mm -hmm. and they will, they will end them. They will not ask twice. Yeah. Also the fact that we find out that everybody kind of assumes that he killed the last starborn out of jealousy and he didn't. Right. No one knows that he hasn't told that story yet. No one's asked. So that'll be interesting. I think there's like more to the starborn narrative that we have to i mean obviously there's more that we have to find out because we found out quite a lot and it just kind of left more questions mm-hmm. so i'm just I'm, I'm really curious to see whether his role is still good or bad we know he's got like some kind of like he's got skin in the game he just he hasn't played his cards because how many times did rune say my dad likes to play games for centuries his 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 cons go on for years i could never yeah multiple times multiple times i think he knew that cormac was a rebel right because he he's an asshole and he says i wish he says something to ruin about like mm-hmm. he's the oh, son i never yeah. had you're the son i got stuck with which was terrible yeah i should clarify as much as like i find the autumn king interesting i do not like him as a person no but it does it does kind of lead me to believe again that he's playing a much bigger and longer game than we're yeah Yeah, than we're seeing and they say that they like autumn king like plays a long game yeah 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 Um, and like not just for his own power i think he's i think he's less interested in his own power in that sense and more interested in bringing them down that's my theory so autumn king's actually on their on their side in the long run interesting yeah yeah but can't like obviously you can't just play all your cards like that he's like what you wanted celestina to kind of be yeah yeah that's a good theory i think it might be on not a theory but just kind of jumbling around some ideas yes about rune's fatherhood right yes he may not be the autumn king's son do you think i had not thought about that because he looks so much like reese so maybe Reese shot some stuff somewhere else at some point. I don't know. I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> that phrasing aside, <laughs> do we know? I mean, you've okay, but okay. Okay. This ties into so connecting these two things. 
the Autumn King's whole shtick in number one is find the horn because Fae power is depleting. Mm-hmm. We need to bring Fae power back. We need to bring fairy power back, which very interesting stance to be taking in the context of all of this because we find out that the Asteri feed off the power of the Fae. They're all Fae. They're all Fae from different planets. Yes. So, because there hasn't been contact, and this, so this is kind of a question for you as well, somebody who's read all of, like, Akatar. How long, generally, can they live? Who? Fairy. Fae. Fae. I because think what Cassian we know for sure. Sorry, like, sorry. No, go ahead. Well, because what we know for sure is that the Fae line that Bryce and Rune come from comes from this planet. Yeah. comes from the same world that like Akatar is in. Yes. Same language. So, yes. Yeah, so so my idea is that like at some point the rift or whatever was open, right? Uh, when that old language was being spoken, the Amran yep. said was like however 15,000 years 15,000 yeah. years ago. So that that is where they were the same fae. Yep. And then they branched off and then the old languages just kind of got lost, but that was the yeah. old language that they were. Um, I don't think, I don't remember how old Reese is, but I know that like it's in the hundreds. Yeah. I know, I think Cassian's like 500 years old. Because um, it's Reese... about like, as somebody who's only read the first one so far, it's about how old like Lucian and Tamlin say that they are. Yeah. So they also, Reese and Cassian like, and Azrael all grew up together. Mm-hmm. So not in the thousands, unfortunately. Yeah. Like, but it, it can be assumed that it's really only a few generations right. that separate them. I don't remember where I was going exactly with all of like I was just we, we doing were, all of the We were trying we to figure so out the timeline. Oh yeah. To see yeah. who Rune's father is or family ties to Resand. I think they are related. And my guess is that, so people would have come through the rift, obviously, when the original, when the first wars happened. But I wonder if somehow, like, they've essentially just got, like, parallel parents, if that makes sense. Like, Rhysand's parents come from, like, they, they both of their parents come from the same lines. They're just, like, siblings. Yeah. And so, like, yeah. they're cousins of cousins of yeah. cousins. And genetics have come together to make two very nearly the same looking people. And it might just be like an explanation to like, oh, this is why Hunt has the powers that he has kind of thing. Because Reese is the most powerful. Are you talking about Rune or Hunt? I keep, I keep getting it mixed up with Hunt. I'm sorry. Oh, no, no, no. You're fine. Because remember when we, when you had like at the beginning, we're like, we're going to figure out who Hunt's dad was or something. So then that's just like in my brain. No, no, no. You're fine. You're fine. I think, (laughs) I think it is very much trying to tie together though. Like their, their bloodlines or whatever. The the bloodlines. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and maybe if like the, their connection, their like teleporting connection stays open, Mm -hmm. they'll get to be best friends forever yeah maybe that's why the, the the bloodline ends with rune because he goes back to their home planet who's to say yes that's a good point also why didn't why didn't danica say anything she can smell it yeah yeah 
Do you realize how pissed Bryce is going to be if she finds out her brother isn't actually her brother? That would suck. I think that Rune, really would, Rune would actually be more upset. Oh, God, yeah. I definitely. think Bryce would. Bryce is a bit more tough Yeah, exterior, but... Bryce would be... Well, because, like, Bryce also grew up in a, a household where, like, her dad wasn't, like, her biological father, yeah. so she has no problem, like... Yeah. With She's like, she'll be like, as far as I care, you're my brother, and he'll be like, my entire life is a lie. Yeah. Especially because the dad, like, because he abused her. And yeah. Yeah. He abused Rune. Yeah. I feel like Rune is like a cancer. I feel like Rune's a Scorpio. I think of Rune as like my brother, actually. <laughs> and I'm Bryce. No. <laughs> <laughs> the, the point of it is that like the point Rune that I'm Bryce. really yeah. reminds me of like my brother. That's fair. That's Not fair. Maybe because that's how we see him through Bryce as well, yeah. but also because he is just like very, very like supportive and like sensitive in that way yeah i see that but he's a kid i don't have a brother so i can't relate or a sister so what are you talking about i'm your sister that's fair okay so it is written um so hunt's parents okay so like i said (laughs) we find out everybody and it's so that's the thing it's like it's not just the angels everybody in this entire planet universe or like world that they live in has been genetically modified they've bred them like fucking dogs yeah. so they've taken the ones with similar traits like like wool like mm-hmm. a wolf i love this so much i love thinking about this i mean it's depressing as shit but wolves are like the ancestors of pugs yeah the line that connects them is so murky so murky <laughs> um but that's essentially what they did with all of these creatures And then they were like, well, we didn't like certain features, so we bred them out. And I'm like, that's also disgusting. Yeah. I cannot wait to see them fall. I cannot wait to see them defeated. Yeah. Retribution. Yes. There is. So this, okay, so this brings us all the way back to the very beginning of the book. Where they're in the, like, the lobby foyer of the ballet house. And she sees those, like. It reminded me of the Parthenon, honestly. Yeah, it was like a relief or yeah, like the the sculpt- relief sculpture um, of some kind, where they're seeing like fae legends and stories being like depicted, and she takes a picture of one and she sends it because he's got like big wings, even though they're like bat wings and um lightning. He's wielding lightning, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Is this you?" And he's like, I don't have that many abs, which was cute, first of all. Yeah. But maybe that is an ancestor. Because yeah. we don't know who actually... Well, okay, I guess we kind of know that it was the Asteri. Is this, was this a fey... Um, Picture? Yeah. Like the rele- Yeah, it was. So, okay. It, like it sounded so that like, would make like sense. it was like Cassian or Azrael that was being descriptive, just described in the thing. Right. That would make sense that um, the Asteri would not coin a Fey like, right? Yep. Like he's he's his own thing. Yeah. But it does sound like he has a different scent that he might be Fey. Yep. Uh, because he can also mate. That was another thing. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't just that like they said it and. They're like, oh, this is cute. But he, his rage, he had like fey rage when she was threatened. Yes, yes. And and Rune was, I love that, like, this is when like the point of views are so good. 
So then like Rune has that like point of view of just like, hmm, like pocketing that information that yep. like, I didn't know angels could like mate like this. Yep. And this is exactly like, he's bringing criteria from like a fae mating into this yep. relationship and it's still working. So yep. it's very different. We know that, okay. Okay. We know that the Asteri know that <laughs> we know that they know that hunt was bred for something specific we don't know who his father was we can assume that the asteri were the ones who did it mm -hmm. that being said i wouldn't actually put too much money on that because that also sounded like adis knew hunt's father personally mm -hmm. god i wonder who adis is i know if he goes by another name you know oh uh, yeah yep so he was he said something about like he was bred to hunt demons he, he can smell them differently so if adis knew hunt's actual father either well okay i guess i guess one possible reason why <laughs> is that he was somebody that that those from hell knew the asteri captured him during the war and kept him Mm -hmm. because how many times do they also comment about the fact that very few people make it out of the Asteri's dungeons and what perfect opportunity would it be to use this prisoner of war and to breed your own warrior out of them right so I'm also wondering if Hunt's father is still alive right and just still captured trying somewhere to breed yeah like not breeding. even trying to breed but being bred what do you mean like, my theory is that he's captured by the, like, he's a prisoner under the Asteri. They used him to make Hunt, and he's still a prisoner. And yeah. so he's probably, he's entirely possible he's still, like, down there in the dungeons, yeah. if my very convoluted theory is true. Yeah. I'm wondering, though, if they're, maybe they're using him to breed more. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't be yeah. surprised. Yeah. Good theory. Especially with, like, how invested they are in hunt typically mm -hmm. the things that he's done yeah. there's no reason that he should be alive and he kind of he kind of acknowledges that especially in book one yeah he holds some significant value to that yes yes exactly yeah and he he recognizes that it's his power mm -hmm. and they talk about like breeding certain traits out like how perfect would it be to have a bunch of little hunts that don't have their own like personalities <laughs> or opinions yeah <laughs> bunch of little hunts <laughs> just i mean i wouldn't complain no i wouldn't hate it <laughs> so yes what okay so what characters have we not talked about bryce bryce yeah like i said i feel like there was a lot it went really quickly and so then like uh, and then a lot of new characters were added that it was just like we didn't get a lot of like okay. Bryce until like yeah. you know like her thought processes about things which is kind of what yeah. I enjoy so I felt like it was just kind of a it felt I'll say this like I kind of enjoyed the pacing of the first book yes. better yeah this book was a bit more it was just kind of shoving plot a bit um and and there were times when I kind of had to like I, I got I would get a little tired and need like a break you know because it was yeah. just like really fast paced um and so what were you gonna say it felt very much like 
some of the other trilogies that we've read where and I, I guess trilogy we don't I, I don't know how long this series is going to be but mm-hmm. where you have the first book which on its own is a full and succinct complete plot yes but the second book and the third books very much tie into each other yeah like this left us hanging left us hanging it left us story-wise when we talk about the pacing in book one all of the action is in the last 200 pages this book feels like yeah. we got about 10 pages into that yeah and then it's like wait for oh, the next book and that's yeah. like such a sign yeah yeah because I was like I was I was actually paying attention to that too I was like okay I'm at 600 yep or like uh, 690 or something and I was like okay now it should like start picking up and I won't be able to put it down and it still kept like it still felt not, like a not dragging but just like not yeah. didn't have the intensity yeah and then I was like oh shit like it can only end in one way where it's not yeah. going to be resolved so yeah. exactly exactly yeah if we're saying things that bothered us and this isn't like even a big thing it really bothers me how much she says male because she also uses it when she could just say like them or him or he right. she's always like the male the male yeah and it's not in book one I was like oh it seems like it's more Bryce who says it but right. everybody says it and I'm like it's just it's like every time you if you were to say somebody's name every single time like that gets annoying after a while yeah 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 after I got really while. annoyed with that but I I think sh- I I really noticed it when I read Akatar yeah. And, and I'm wondering if it's a Faye thing. But Maybe. this one, it's like, it cro- it kind of crosses. Yeah. Other, yeah. And it's hard to tell if it's a Moss thing or if it's a world thing. I do think yeah. it's a world thing. I hope it is. Because she does it in Akatar a lot. I, d- I don't notice it-, it as much in Akatar. It's not even female, though. Like, it. Yeah, weird but yeah noted I I've definitely noticed that as well and I thought oh like well where would like why male oh because they're not human and it's not a man yeah but then would you you say man that off yeah exactly exactly like we have other other ways to say it and so I I'm inclined to think that it's like a an artistic choice for some reason yeah that well put it's an artistic choice I haven't figured out what the choice, like what the reason I also is. Think, but... I also think there might be like some, it's sexier maybe. Is it though? I'm just saying that like, it might have like, that's kind of part of the artistic choice. Possibly, possibly. But it's like, okay. Imagine during the sex scenes, if she just kept saying labia instead of like her sex or I don't know what yeah. else do you call vaginas, but imagine every time they were like the labia yeah you're like stop don't do that yeah. like don't I don't know do that yeah I mean I don't know why she's doing it I'm glad that it's not just me though so like I kind of noticed in book I one, mean it didn't it doesn't really bother me but once you point it out I'm like yeah she does use it a lot yeah 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 and I always just thought it was like part of like I thought it was kind of the world building of like yeah that's how they like talk about each other yeah no I I agree because like I had the same the same thought about like well they can't really say man they're not like human yeah um and then but like, 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 male, like male 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 yeah like like <laughs> you like, said okay. like how often do you actually call somebody a man though like you say guy or dude or like i don't know their name or just non-distinct yeah. uh pronouns but yeah um okay so sex yeah yes okay 
You go first. I've been talking a lot. Okay. Uh, okay. This, <laughs> this one, I, she does a good job because it's really hard to keep one couple going for 2000 pages. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and so they haven't even had sex yet. And she's like, put a pin on it. Obviously, I'm not complaining because I love, like, <laughs> I even messaged you this and I was like, a new form of edging I've created. Oh, God. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where I was like, like, that's what she's doing in this whole book. Yeah. She's just like giving it, you know, it's like a slow burn, like the first one. She honestly scared me to death because before we find out what their situation is, when they're like in the, the lobby and everything, Bryce is something along the lines of like our our current arrangement, like implying that they aren't together. Yeah. And I was like, I swear to God, if I'm like, if I'm about to find out that Bryce and Hunt aren't actually together, I'm gonna throw this ebook <laughs> so hard. <laughs> so hard they're gonna refund me for this book. Yeah. Um, that is not what was happening though. So yeah crisis averted but but they but there was definitely it they kept like the flirting that yeah was nice um and then and then everyone just kind of keeps coming in their apartment like yes so like so much going on everyone needs them at once they even say it's been a busy summer <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm trying to think of the first one which is the bj yes which i was a fan of yes yep naturally Yep. it was good it was good and so we didn't get this when we had the blowjob scene in crown of gilded bones but it's from hunt's point of view yes which i think made it a lot better well also shadow and the ember i think was in her point of view yeah because they don't do the male point of views in those ones see look what she has me doing what she has me saying male yeah you're gonna be one of those bitches <laughs> yeah one of, one of those um but yeah like having it from hunt's point of view was nice yeah 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 and i love i love kind of just like the regular sex yeah aspect of it it's nothing crazy fancy they're not on a balcony they're not like yeah in an ele- it's not not kinky it's literally well, like he's when, laying on his back yeah she takes off her shirt and is like going to town like it's yep like married couple almost <laughs> like it's very cute i liked yeah, that a lot and it was supposed to be their first blowjob wasn't it mm-hmm. yeah yeah he's, she's put her hand on it but she hasn't like done yeah. it anymore so that was cute i really liked that um but because like the next one, which was him eating her out, was in the middle of the gym, and he's yeah. used and- his lightning to lock the door, blow out the cameras, and then also to par- as part of going down on her, as zinging her clit. Yeah. Yep. I was at work when I. <laughs> 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 um, I was. Are the- you okay? I was in the break room. I was on my fifteen minute break, and I was like. Cause I had, I, I messaged you too. I was like, I, yeah. my break fucking at my lunch break oh, fucking yes. ends right before this is happening. And I'm like, it's all I can think about. I finally just like take a 15 and I'm just in the break room. Like, <sighs> okay. <laughs> Giving it like my full attention. 
Yep. Because you turn the page and it's at the top of the page. And I turned the page and I read it. And I was like, oh, <laughs> like I was just like, so, oh yeah. yeah. And, and yes. like, this is something I don't have a lot of experience with, which is the fan Being electrocuted during sex, the fantastical elements of like fantasy and sex, yeah. which don't really like. I haven't read a lot. And this was like so well done because it wasn't stupid. Yeah. It wasn't stupid. It was like very appropriate. Yes. It was very tasteful. To to be fair, in real life, there are people who use electricity during sex. Yeah. So it wasn't like some, it wasn't like tentacles or like, they're like controlling the elements and you doing that. It was just like actually like a very but it was like his power like yeah no but it powers. was like his power but it was doing something that also we kind of do now yeah exactly not that i to clarify not that i personally do this <laughs> but i've been on porn have once or twice like i've yeah. seen it <laughs> it happens out there yeah no, it is because that but that's like the thing too is like when you when you get to know a character you know that there's gonna be sex with them at some point yeah. It was just so out of the blue as well. And I guess yeah. that's what I'm saying is like, oh, you know, he has lightning. Like, no one's thinking this is going to be such a great, like, yeah, <laughs> like thing. But then I mean, it's somebody might have thought it, but the normal exactly. vanillas. Yeah. The vanillas. I, I guess I'm just saying, like, I just, it was a very pleasant, very yeah. masterful surprise, I guess I yes. would say. Especially to, I think, because his his power is always used as a weapon mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yes mm. because it's always used as a weapon so i think joking about being vanilla and everything that that all aside like uh, sorry they being like moss has for the most part set this up as something that like has power over him because mm-hmm. it's such a massive weapon that he's had to have the halo on to mm-hmm. like deplete his powers a little bit he has to hold it in half the time. He's always trying to control it. If he gets a little too emotional, like it's flaring at his fingertips and along like his wings and things. Mm-hmm. But then this time it was just sex. So it was his, it was like his, he got he was to like choose reclaiming it to a little ex- bit to yeah. uh, exert it. And yeah, yes. Yeah. I like that. Now that was great. I loved also that he used his wings to like shield them. Yeah. Okay. Cause that's like the number one issue that I've got when they just do like public sex yeah. in books It's like, you can't just tell me nobody's saying this. Yeah. But he was very conscious of it. Very yeah. respectful young man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was good. But he said that, that he also said, that's it. <laughs> I love, I love that's it. I love that's it. <laughs> okay. But it was just a good scene because they fucking, she, he, she, says i love you he, and then there's yes, that yes then there's she, that she, paragraph where she's like oh fuck i said the wrong thing and then yeah. he gets like vigorous yeah yeah and then like the next paragraph is like his point of view and he's like i can't believe she said that that's amazing yeah. and then he says it back and it's just so perfect it's so cute and kind of going back again to like your your thing about like the domesticity of it they're just working out like they're just yes which is yeah. so cute like i enjoy those like quotidian kind of things that you yes. do together with partners and find enjoy like those are things we're gonna do anyway so you do them together because you enjoy yeah. spending time together like oh yeah. what a healthy relationship yeah 
<laughs> Who'd have thought? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the first time they have sex. Yes. I feel like the buildup was so heavy that it I was, was almost desperate. Yes. It was almost, it was almost uncomfortable. Yes. Maybe in a good way, like really bored, like really riding that border there between like in a good way and a bad way, because I would have liked him to be a little bit more proactive the next time they had sex. And I actually can't remember what happened. I just remember liking it a lot more, but I think it was because he was, it was the bookcase. He tied her up. It? Yeah. The bookcase. It yep. was the bookcase because he was so much more proactive. So maybe it was just because I'm bottom. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But like the first time they have sex, they teleport. Yeah. They could have fucking teleported in the ocean. I know. They were <laughs> so lucky. So lucky. Yeah. If they had like hunt 100% would have like fried the entire, like within some mile of them. So Another moss world thing is that the first time you have sex is like a mating. So it's like soul sex, right? Yeah. So it's, it's gotta be, Oh, I love you so much. And it's like this, like very like soul, like our souls. It's all about the soul, you know, everything, everyone's seeing stars. It's not kinky. It's not rough. I mean, it's rough, but it's like, so it's like, it's a very like, sensual sensual and like all seeing kind of experience yeah. <laughs> i don't know how to they even spiritual like, ex- it's spiritual sp- experience that's yes probably the best i can like describe it because anyone who mates in this world that you know that's what you kind of expect from like their first sex they're the like amount of power that was coming out they like she blind she basically blinded both of them with her with their like starborn light yeah because they didn't even realize they teleported until they were like yeah done like done done which is also funny yeah and then I like that it kind of became a running gag because like every time they had sex other than the the library scene they would like end up somewhere else yeah which is just cute honestly yeah but yeah I I should clarify I didn't think it was a bad scene yeah I think it was just the fact that like I like Hunt being more domineering yeah. during sex yeah because yeah. that's what you're told he is yeah um yeah I I was actually a little I wouldn't say it's hard to it's hard to pinpoint I'm not underwhelmed by the first sex scene but I'm like yeah. I understand why it was that yeah yeah and and all of this buildup was like giving us other ideas I think yeah which eventually came later no exactly yeah. exactly um, she just had to get that kind of vanilla like soul sex yeah, out of the way sex yeah um because it felt like the point was more because they were already mated too right yeah and so the point was more that they're gonna be able to teleport use their power together yeah. yeah 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 um i did like the the post um winter what is it the autumn equinox dance celebration of the wedding whole situation because when she gets home mm. and she's like, let's have sloppy drunk sex. Like, yeah. That was cute. That was yeah. really cute. I liked the library scene the most though. That one was good. They're, they're both kind of angry. They're still kind of, yes, that was the, a, the friction yes. is still a little rough between them because she hid a meal, the whole situation mm-hmm. with the meal from him. And I felt so bad for him because 
we get his point of view right after, like as they're fixing the Emil thing. And the last thing he says in that is, I thought we were a team. Mm-hmm. And so I was also kind of like, I feel as though the library sex maybe didn't like wrap that up. Right. But at the same time that they're having the library sex, she's like profusely apologizing. And just before they actually have sex, she admits, she's like, I didn't know if you would care once you figured out he didn't have powers. And you can see like actual like intense remorse from, from Hunt. Well, and, and there's that whole inner dialogue Hunt's having when he sees Emil and he mm-hmm. sees himself and that's never communicated to Bryce either. Yeah. So there yeah. is just like, and that's what I'm saying too, is like things are happening so fast. Like they, no one has a time to like fucking talk about anything yep. and process. So yeah. Um, yeah. yeah he there, just can't there stop was something... himself when he bends her over <laughs> and fucks her on the stacks. Yep. Yeah. Well, and it goes down on her first. Yeah. She comes and then. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, okay. I liked the detail where she said that he spread her legs farther. Mm-hmm. That was nice. Yep. That was a nice detail. <laughs> For no reason. <laughs> yeah. No reason. No reason. No reason. Ugh. Yeah, so that was a, that was a good sex scene. What was the next one? The next one was the sloppy drunk sex after the party. Well, there was oh god, but there was honestly the closet was good. They didn't have oh, sex. Oh yeah. But it was yes. like that was hot. I actually like <gasps> When yeah. we found out who Celis like, <laughs> yeah, because another one of like Moss's tricks, we find out that Hypoxia loves loves somebody else. Yeah, when she's talking, I think it was she was talking to Ethan about it. Yeah, and then in the next scene, we see her meeting up with Therian, who in book one shared a couple of ex- like exchanges with her at the summit. Yeah. They're going to be tag, t- tag team next. I think so. I think so. Because they're gonna be more... is extremely powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, but the way it plays out, you're like, oh, Therian's the one that, because their, their interactions feel almost kind of like that Austinian flirting too. Yeah. It's all told from his point of view though. So you, you also have this, like the, the rose colored glasses of everybody loves me. Yeah. I am he's an amazing a, man. He's such a cocky little he is he is he's like i don't see why anyone wouldn't and or couldn't love me yeah their their rapport is really cute yes it was it was so not that i i guess like that that's all to say that like that was a big little surprise yeah then because the way that it plays out like the way it's described is there's a boob out yeah and then it's celestina and you're like oh oh and then it's with hypoxia like it kind of it almost like pans down yeah. from he yep. sees Celestina, he sees Celestina's boob, and then he sees Hypaxia. Yeah. Excellent, excellent writing right there. Yeah. Another one of those scenes where it's like, that is perfect for a movie or a show yeah. slash anything with a camera. Yeah, very cinematic. Unveiling yes. in the right order. Yep. Yeah. But I, I just loved that there's, okay, there's a lot of kissing the neck. Hunt's really into the neck. Oh yeah. I like that. Same. And this is like another thing about like good romance is that you create situations that don't finish, but 
the excitement of it is enough. So that's why I count that as a, what it, what you call a sexual encounter. <laughs> yes. Well, also because that was another time when Hunt, because his mate was being threatened, mm-hmm. he kind of almost loses control. Oh, yes. Because him and like Celestina, like Hypaxia and Bryce have to be the ones that are like, everything's fine. Yeah. Nobody's going to get hurt. The fucking angels can't figure their shit out. <laughs> I know. I know. And like, all I'm thinking is if you guys caught you in here and you think they're a threat, and they cut you in here and you think they're it's a threat, like, aren't we on the same I know it's like level? why don't you think they cancel each other out just yeah. like have like a quick like I won't tell if you don't tell yeah kind of which I guess considering the fact that Celestina was the entire time reporting back to the Asteri also shows why maybe she wouldn't have agreed to that or didn't immediately and then and then there's that comment that Hunt has when he's like did Hypaxia tell Celestina and then he's like, God knows I would give away secrets in the middle of bed. Right. Yep. And then makes comment on Bryce's tits, stuff like that. Yeah. And then yeah. you're like, so then you're like wondering what Hypaxia is telling, yeah. like how close that is and how loyal is Hypaxia? Like that kind of compromises her character a bit. Yeah. She does help out and like keep her secrets when generally, mm-hmm. generally. She kind of has her own agenda yeah because even bryce look, sees on her face and when they're in front of the under king and yep. they're like she's got like beef yep if hypaxia is a good is good ends up being good i would say she's your new like oh yeah I love person her. i feel like you're very hypaxia you mean like that i'm like yeah okay okay like you're your like, new coco <laughs> oh thank you thank you I think she is going to be good. Or I guess I should say, I don't think she's going to be bad. I think she might be like the Autumn King and she's playing a yeah. long game. She's got yeah. more going on behind the scenes than yeah. is meets the eye. I do find it interesting that, like, how did Celestina and Hypaxia even meet? Yeah, that's never clear. Yeah, because she was isolated for most of her life. So it would have had to have been just like within the months bef- like after her mother died. And before she came to Linathian. Yeah, unclear. Just like a, a question for the ether. And then Celestina comes from like a really remote place. Yeah. But then you have the Hind and Hypaxia are half-sisters. Yeah. So there's definitely a... That kind of establishes some kind of like circle with the Asteri. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm interested to find out. Same. Same. I love the Hind. Same. I love, Day. love her so much. But let's finish Hunt and Bryce and then we'll okay. go on to Rune and Day because Rune yes. and Day. Yes, yes, um, yes. Okay, so then the next scene is after the party and they have their sloppy sex, right? Yes, and they end up on the roof. Yes. But before that, he like ties her up. Yeah. Yeah. So then he gets like dominant. Yeah. And I forget what happens. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I don't think it's very descriptive, unfortunately. I, I, think I felt one, like this scene was very short. It but. was, I think it was pretty like basic sex. Yeah. He ties her up. I I think, okay, it's, it's slowly coming back. Yeah. So he's teasing her a little bit. He's like 
edging like he's gonna go down on her mm-hmm. and she's yeah. pretty much like fuck off with that shit just like fuck me already yeah and because he's a nice oh, boyfriend and mate he starts to fuck her well and i think she calls him prince or something yes yes there's that going like, on. she's like fuck me like the prince that you are yeah exactly. yes yes <laughs> And then I remember specifically also like a line where she talks about him like lifting her hips so that way he can fuck her harder. And yeah. that's how they come. And that's how they end up on the roof. Yeah. Totally normal things to happen during totally, sex. Totally normal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I also like during this that we like find out that they're also having sex in between those scenes. Yeah. So we're not seeing the only times they're having sex. Like they're fucking whenever they get a chance. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in the shower, that kind of thing. Yeah. It, not that this is like a moss specific thing at all, but like romance generally, you're going to get, they're only having sex when we find out that they're having sex. It's like in the first book, that always makes sense because they're, we're yeah. experiencing the relationship for the first time. Yeah. But I don't want to hear about every single time they have sex once they're in a relationship yeah. because sometimes it's going to be really quick. It dilutes it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I want to know about the fancy times they're having sex. The fancy times, but also the, it, it, it needs to kind of make sense. Yeah. It needs yeah. to like answer a question or yep. resolve something or add something to the plot between yeah. the characters. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So night and day. Yes. Okay. Okay. I'm fucking in love with them. Same. Period. Like I want Same. them to have their own book. I love them. I loved Rune. I wasn't. Yeah. Okay. Everyone fucking loved Rune in the first book. And I'm like, eh. Yeah. This really brought it home for me. I. But you love the emotions. I do. I love the emotions. Yeah. Um, And I liked. Oh, I'm so. I'm so complicated. But I liked that he was kind of. He's like this like. Dom outward. But then he's like actually really sensitive and is like. Yeah. It's all like a facade. I, yeah. And I really yeah. liked that. I like that we got to see that in their relationship. Mm-hmm. Because they have the anonymity on their side, they both feel, I mean, very clearly with Lydia, but also loosely with him, this like new freedom to talk about these things. He talks yeah. openly about the way his father abused him. He talks openly yeah. about the like the the prophecy he got from this, the Oracle. Yeah. He's yeah, never you learn more. You learn yeah. more about Rune in yeah. these conversations. Yep. Yeah. Um, this one of the parts that broke my heart for a couple of different reasons was when we find out that like Lydia is day and Pollock shows up mm-hmm. and she's like screaming in her in their like mind connection mm-hmm. at Rune. And Pollux is just like nuzzling her and like biting her and like grabbing her neck and grabbing her face and like, oh, you like her, huh? All that shit. Yeah. And she's just like screaming. And he's like, so I, I made the walls yeah. oh, thicker. Fuck. Yeah. It sucks because on the one hand, this was the person that she could be open with. Mm-hmm. But also, what's Rune going to do right there? What mm-hmm. can he do? Yeah. And so it was also unfair. At least console her. Well, that's the thing is like, yeah. But he's hurt, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like, yeah, they're both hurt at this point. Yeah, and there's nothing that he can physically do. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, I was also like, "Well, why are you like stop? 
Yeah. You're not making this any easier for either of you. Oh, that sucked. It, that scene really sucked. Yeah. The sex scene was really good, though. That's yeah. the one I did, re- the only one I reread. That's fair. I was like, I, ha- I have to, like, read this again. Like, I yes. just need to know exactly what happened. It was um, good. It was it really was good, good because she's nothing gets me more than when he says, come for me. Oh yeah. You know, and that's the first time I've read that in a long time. That's probably the first time she's had sex and actually come. Yeah. So yeah. Considering who her sexual partner has been. Well, and I and I guess another part of his like sensitivity is like before he even enters her, he's like, How do you want it? Yeah. You know, which one is very attent like attentive for for what he knows about her experience with sex yeah but also like i want this to count like i want you to like like it submissive yeah but like the kind of submissive where he wants you to say everything yeah that you want so that he can give it to you yeah 10 times over yeah (laughs) yeah like like a very very uh thorough (laughs) thorough kind um yeah, that was probably the best sex scene in the in the book. That one, and when I think a lot about um, Hunt eating Bryce out, that one was really good. That was good. See, Both of them, when they, like, fucking are confessing shit. You know what I mean? Like, it's, there's yeah. a lot going on in that scene. It's not just, yep. oh, he didn't just eat her out. <laughs> like, that's not what we're reading yeah. here. We're reading yeah. much more. Yep. I think about that. <laughs> I think it was because it was the first really satisfying. Yeah. That I think that's, that's when they made it. I think. No, it was. Yeah. Cause so, that was when they said, I yeah. love you. And then it was after that when they had the conversation in bed. Right. Yes. About them being mates. Yeah. And that was also so cute. That the was way that so they did it. Cute. Yes. Cause she was like, well, I mean, we could say that we're mates. Yeah. I feel like the Umber Mortis isn't a boyfriend. That was yeah. cute. Yeah. Yeah. I liked that. And then I liked that they like talked about their different ideas of mates, which is like, yeah, so good because really kind of brought up a lot of like ideas of like religion or like what does marriage mean to you and stuff like yeah. the conversations you should be having with your like partner or your mate. Yes. <laughs> Where it is like, what does mate mean to you? But but and she's like, but when I say mate, this is I'm what it's going Faye. to mean. Yeah. And it's yep. gonna be mean much more than it, it it's gonna mean a different thing. You know? It was a good part on like a good point on Moss's part to clarify yeah what that means again. Yeah. Yeah. Which for Moss like- readers we we know what mating is, but like for the angels that yeah, we kind of got exactly. that distinction. Yeah. Like another way also, because the, the angels have been another species that have been kind of bred. Like mating has like a different meaning. Yes. It's like dog yes. mating, you know, the angels are very much the evidence the entire time of what the Asteri have been doing. Mm-hmm. They've convoluted what it means to be mate because we know that the angels are descended also from from Faye, just yeah. another Faye. Yeah. We talk about like Celestina being a, a broodmare and everything. Unfortunately, everybody was at some point. The angels mm-hmm. are the, just the ones that are still subjected to it. So they think that they're 
more powerful because they have this higher standing next to the Asteri. But in reality, they are actually the worst off than anybody else out there. Yeah. Okay, so let's think about that as well. We have an active rebel within the Fae community and then potentially another with the king. We have a potentially a new alpha coming along. Yeah. Who has seen more, who knows what's going on because she's a mystic. Yeah. So that's that's two groups. Then we have most likely the queen of the oceans fighting back. Yeah. Against the Asteri because she's set up these middle mini cities that travel around and help the, the rebels. So there's people so from cool. like all of their groups who are actively fighting against the Asteri. Also, I love that they had kind of this the Ophion as like this kind yes. of like oh at first you're like, oh, they're the rebels. And yeah. then you realize that they're like fanatics. The fanatics. Yeah. Yeah. And then I remember when we had first started reading this book and we were kind of like me and you were just chit-chatting like the realization also that the rebel cause being framed as a human cause is like this propaganda by the Asteri yeah. because then you don't think that other uh fae are helping other what's the v word that they've got it for it veneer veneer thank you other veneer are actively involved in the rebellion yeah. actually in fact other veneer very high up in the ranks are actively involved so but when you frame it as this human cause you're not seeing just how deep this goes yeah like a very concerted effort on the asteris part to do that but what it's done on the like on the flip side is they other than bryce and hunt who they have had a close eye on for various reasons they don't see the extent of the rebellion because yeah Yeah. because they have to keep up that like it's human-led front yeah and so when you look at like hypaxia potentially the autumn king potentially ogina the 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 sea goddess sea queen all of these people are possibly and also like canonically working against the Asteri and they can't see it yeah which is fun yeah it's exciting I like that I I like that they noted that and that became like mm-hmm. apparent to kind of leave those possibilities open also General Sendas I hope her and Therian get together yeah I, think that would be cool. I actually she's like a general I kind of hope that he fucks the dragon really oh yeah yeah, I mean, they'll they'll be they'll they'll be sharing a bed. At some point. Yes. They'll be like cl- close proximity. I definitely think so. In the Viper Queen's den. Yes, forced uh, the one bed. Trip they're probably gonna fight. Oh yeah, they're gonna fight and then they're gonna bang. Yes, and they're gonna fight again. And they're gonna bang and then again. It's, it's gonna, but it's all gonna be in the ring. Yep. <laughs> um, part of the show. Yes. I have mixed feelings about the dragon running off, but I also, that's another thing that I feel like they're setting it up for something bigger. Like, I would like to think that she wasn't just being stupid. No, she, I get massive Nesta energy from her. Okay. I feel like she's just kind of like, fuck you all right now. Yeah. There's something going on. Yes. Um, 
or she has like a past or something and you're whatever. We're going to find obviously she did pass. Yes, exactly. And I think so. Okay. So the next book is going to be Therian Viper Queen Ariadne. Yeah. And then Ethan, the lost fender alpha. Yes. Declan and Flynn. Yes. Thank you. And then Hepaxia and Celestina. Yes. And possibly Therian in there because we know we're, we've already established that Celestina and their, or Hypaxia and Therian are like besties. And then Hypaxia and the hind, because they're sisters. Yes. Because when they were having that conversation at the ball, they had the same kind of like, you know, maybe we could not start over, but like start. And right. the hind kind of has this moment where she's like, okay. Like right. she doesn't say no. She's yeah. kind of intrigued by the possibility, but she, because we know now she's stay. Yeah. There's a lot more that she has to do before she can get to the point where yeah. that's possible. Yeah. So they're also like, there's like crossovers between them because Therian is good friends with Ethan who will connect them yes. to like. Yeah. That's everyone who's still in like. Manathian, yes. Yeah. And then you have Hunt, Baxian, and Rune in yes. the Asteri yep. hold. Pollux, all that jazz in the hind. So yep. They're all going to be kind of there. And then you have Bryce and the original gang. <laughs> yes, yes. It's, it's like Fraser goes back to Cheers and everyone's yeah. like home again. <laughs> There's a lot of moving parts now. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the two towers all over again. And you're like, and then they, and then they switch scenes and you're like, oh yeah, (laughs) Yeah, this is happening at the same time. (laughs) I forgot Um, that they were doing that. (laughs) So that's going to be fun. Yeah. I'm so excited. I was, I was, I was just like at work. I was just like, shit, like there's people who are imprisoned and then someone just like entered a new world and now they have to be there for so long in my head and until I can read them out of it. Yep. And when is that? going to be i don't know melissa i don't know the one with all the answers <laughs> I, I don't think she's announced it yet um i also read though that she's notorious for pushing her release dates out is she yeah notorious for having to like delay it for another month delay or two it. Mm. yeah okay let me google real quick and we'll see if there's Jujulate. any kinds of yes yes let's see here real quick i will say this mm-hmm. i really enjoyed how much of the world we got to see Yes. Yeah. Even even like the astronomer and the mystics. Like at first I was kind of like, what's going on? And then I was like, this mm-hmm. is really weird and like in kind of intriguing that this is like yeah. visually. Like you just see these people in these tubs of water and yeah. they're just like and there's like this like kind of interesting interaction that happens with like Bryce, Therian, and Ethan, where Bryce is kind of freaked out by it. Yeah. And then Therian's like, oh, are you going to be a princess now? Because she's just like, well, okay, we have to do something. Like, it was like, yeah. Like, are you going like to put your prince, princess shoes on? Like, it's like she would have done that shit beforehand anyway, but she would have done it a lot easier because she wasn't a princess and all eyes yeah. weren't on her. Um, but that, that was really kind of like interesting and like the, the sprites and like the rings. Like, it was, yeah. it felt very um, whimsical yeah um in that way also um 
but also the context like it felt whimsical but unsettling yeah yeah absolutely um yeah that was definitely unsettling moss also does this thing where she loves libraries okay and that's why i loved that she had like bryce and like the antiquities griffin antiquities Mm -hmm. like that was kind of new and cute and then she's like in the library and there's books and everyone's like researching things and stuff and I had this moment where I thought the astronomer's lair was like an ancient because there's like it goes deep doesn't it it does yeah like it was visually very like thorough to me yeah I I I wouldn't say I have the greatest imagination of like figuring out where everything is but like I felt like I was there for it all with this where you have like the three tubs coming up on kind of like these pillars and then below it is just these just this abyss yeah that you don't know what lives down there i found it interesting that like she spent so much time describing things that we only spent like one and a half scenes in right um but in the same vein of like this scene yeah i loved the role that hell played Mm -hmm. in all of this yes the like the big reveal that they've been on their side the entire like the reason the horns are always trying to get over <laughs> yeah. is because they've been spending all this time trying to save their worlds this world that like they left the Asterian because they couldn't defeat them the first time it was so like cathartic when like Bryce is like where's Adis is this is this hell like in Perithian and they're just like what the fuck is she talking about like because they also don't understand what she's yeah, they saying don't, they don't, but but, like, but it's someone but someone repeats back to her hell and she's like yes hell and yeah. they're like no like <laughs> yeah. but it was like you so know what like, I mean you don't know her <laughs> <laughs> like no what are you talking about but I just like it's just like this like terror this person who's so terrified of something that is actually better off like everyone just needs to go back to Perithian, you know? Mm -hmm. And like the under King's just like this stupid middleman. (laughs) He's like middle management. He's like middle management. who's like sucking the life out of all the lowers. Yeah. But, um, but on the note of like what I was trying to say to you, go ahead. Well, okay. No, no, no. Finish that because mine's just, yeah. Okay. Different. It's Um, related, but different question. I feel like we see so much of the world. Like we see the mystics, but also like the ocean and kind of like, I was, I was kind of getting PTSD a little bit from like when we read the cotton monsters. Oh yeah. But, but then I was like, actually, this doesn't feel as, because that was the millicenes were like meant to be really offsetting. Yeah. Yeah. But these, but this felt like a different kind of ocean depth that I really mm-hmm. enjoyed, right? Because it's the, it's like General Sendez, it's the queen, it's her like well, big then cities. When, when they're in the Istros, they're just like offices. They just go over to the yeah. room over there. They dip in for to water when they need to. And yeah, they're then, like pretty much above water. Yeah. Yeah, it was very like um, modernized. Yeah. Very modernized, yeah. Yeah. Um. So I have a lot of hope for the ocean. So it was kind of cool because I knew that was something everyone was really excited after Crescent City One was like, oh, we'll get to go under the water, you know, yeah, see all these different worlds. So that was kind of nice. I liked that we got to see like a scope. Same, same, which I think generally like, when we're looking at like arcs like this, yeah, it makes sense that in book two, you have to blow up the world a little bit more. Right. Because if you were to do that in book one, there would just be too much. 
Yeah. And it sounds like she's going in order. Yeah. So the next one will be House of Many Waters. Oh, okay. Pretty sure she's going in order. Yeah. I don't see any way out of that. But it would make sense because we just got introduced to the ocean. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So my question is, do we find out who made the call that Connor and the Pack of Devils couldn't be killed immediately? What are you talking about? So that's the whole reason they were trying to contact Connor, because after Hunt and Bryce went to the aisle, they thought that they were going to send them through the gate to become second light early. And so they... Oh, when they're in the Mystic. So yeah, so that's why she goes to the Mystics. Yeah. Because she wants to find out about it. And they're like, oh no, somebody, we were told not to. Do we ever find out who told the Underking not to do that? I don't know. Because Maybe. that was the reason that Ethan wanted Hypaxia to contact Connor as well. Right. To like double check and triple check that they were okay. Because if not, that means there's somebody above the Underking. Right. Between the Underking and the Asteri or like somebody who originally, I guess, theoretically also could have had like the Underking's role with more power that just doesn't have it right now. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, so that's another question that has to be answered. Yes. Or or if or if you know out there. If they did <laughs> answer it and we, we just both forgot. If we missed it somehow, let us know. Because it could be related to like the whole, oh yes, I know her by another name though. Right. So. Or maybe Adis. Adis seems Which to have possible, some power. But it seems like the Underking answers more to the Asteri than he does to. Yeah. Underking is Asteri's middle management. <laughs> yes, yes. He's the the um the uh what are they called the people that like run the factory? <laughs> the super. Oh, and yeah, he yeah. he's just like gets all of the workers to like work and then like eats all of their but then he doesn't actually yeah. have any power. He probably yeah. is like controlled by someone else. No, middle management. Yeah, as far as I can tell, like hell doesn't play any role like the the notion that they have in Bryce's world about hell being this like cursed place, those the similar to like Christian notions that they have about hell are very much imposed by the Asteri. Other than the couple of wars that they've had and like Adis's ability to manifest as a cat over there, mm-hmm. they don't seem to have any connection. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they don't have any skin in the game. It's not yeah. like they get the really evil people. Ada seems to be on his own plane. Yeah, no, exactly, exactly. And so him like, and Jaseba, I think, are kind of the same. Yeah, she's definitely playing cloth. Some- made of the same cloth in Possibly, a lot of yeah. ways. Because tying into to Jessica as well, like, what is her role in all of this? She's very friendly with Bryce. She is, and she seems to be kind of this, I, I don't want to say puppet master, but like preparer of like yes the kind of the um she's like playing chess the altar yeah like the altar yeah. alternative the on the other side of the spectrum as rig 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 rigolus yeah who rigolus seems to have like planned and like schemed all of this to like come about but like jaseeb is kind of also doing that and like kind of yeah being like a hand she's kind of like the fairy godmother that's not nurture not nurturing but like nurturing your motivations like Bobby Yaga. 
Who's that? So, uh, like, Baba Yaga is the, like, the crone in Slavic. She's the crone which, like, lives in the, the cabin on the chicken's feet in the middle of the forest. And she's loosely this, like, trickster figure. Uh-huh. Like, you should not trust her. But in one of the biggest myths, it's Vasilisa, the, the one who, like, she's wandering in the forest and she stumbles upon this this cabin and her family sent her out because they ran out of fire. And so Baba Yaga is like, I will give you fire if you do these tasks for me while you're staying here. And she gives her these like insanely difficult tasks that should not be mm. possible to complete. But because Vasilisa is so pure and innocent, she gets helpers along the way. And Baba Yaga is like true to her word and she helps out and she gives her the things that she agreed upon. So it feels like that as well like in in that same vein where it's like jessica will give you give bryce the things that she's asking for but they come at this very very large price yeah so i'm i'm curious to see yeah. i haven't really thought about that before but yeah i'm curious to see to, to see where they go yeah she seems to be selective yes and she because she knows who hunt is and she never made any move on that generally she obviously knows a lot more than she's letting on yeah, which is frustrating because it's like, why can't you just like tell us all and then we'll yeah. all know and we'll all be prepared. Can we get a chapter on Jessica, like from her point of view, that just tells us everything? Yeah, where she's just in her study, like feeding her cat and she's just like, these guys. And then she yeah. goes on, if Hunt only knew da, 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 that his father was this. And then like, <laughs> if they would just do this and Bryce finger, know the full if they would just finger fuck more they'd be able to have more power and all of yep. these things you know you're like okay like she has all of these secrets she's not telling anyone yep which makes me think that she doesn't want to be an accessory yeah yeah like, like with the, uh, the autumn king who's yeah. keeping his distance but doing his research and his experiments yes it makes me curious about who else is in the house of uh flame and shadow yeah I always thought the sprites would be, but they're Earth and Blood, or uh, Sky and Breath. Sky and Breath. Maybe uh. they'll be accepted into. Oh, uh, the dragon is. Yeah, Ariadne. But that, as far as they knew, dragons didn't exist anymore. Yeah. Yeah, because the Asteri went and killed all of them. Right. So that's another reason and that I'm the... like she's gonna play a big part. And the we should, yes, go finish your thought. Well, because sorry. the the dragons have the power to like kill. The Asteri is my guess. Yeah. Or to play a part in the death of an Asteri. I'm also holding out for the Viper Queen. Yeah. Sh- she's going to be very helpful in the future. As yeah. much as a shitty evil woman. Evil woman be. She's... <laughs> yeah. Um, because I definitely don't trust her now that she's like brainwashed Therian. Yeah. Um, we should talk a little bit about like the one of the main like plots, which is um, who they thought Emil was and uh oh the thunderbirds thunderbirds okay i didn't want to say it wrong i was like is it thunder no yeah yeah thunderbirds um you had mentioned to me that it's like a a native american like legend thing yeah Yeah. creature yeah yeah which is cool i wish that we got i was kind of excited to like see it but then like it just never happened like she died and then emil okay so that was another let's jumping back real quick to lydia again where like when we find out that emil didn't have powers the timeline didn't add up for that whole scene. What scene? Because Emil is taking down their submarines after Sophie's been shot, like 
supposedly by the Gorsian bullets, which means they were not Gorsian bullets. And that's why the the manacles were untouched or like unlocked when Therian showed up. Yes. Because yeah, Lydia yeah, it the was keys. definitely it was definitely tricky because they they were really they were really like pushing how like super shitty the hind is and like how she yeah. would never let her live. But I'm like, she just why didn't she just kill her then? Like, yeah, she why just, didn't she oh like, she'll just her. drown? I'm like, oh, like it just felt yeah. like that there was definitely a point being made. But that's a yeah. good point that like if if. If Emil does not have powers, which it seems to be confirmed, then yeah. yes, I I she agree was with that that a... suspicion though. Yes. I do agree with that suspicion that Emil might have powers or yeah, yeah, same. I think he's gonna grow into him because he's still small. They're all kind of yeah. they're all kind of like oh he's such a, he's just a boy. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. And you know who else they said shit like that about? Bryce. Yeah. They never suspected because they all thought yeah. she was just a dumb party girl. Yeah. So I think he could already have powers and could be hiding them. Especially because that would be the perfect protection if the Asteri come looking for her parents. Yeah. Yeah. Real quick, yeah. I'm looking at the cover here. And mm-hmm. I've been waiting as I'm reading it to like figure yeah. out what the fuck it means. Yeah. But why... I'm I'm assuming that this is Hunt on the cover mm-hmm. because he has wings. Yeah. And he looks very Hunt-like. Yes. But he has a snake on his hand. Yes. What does this yes. mean? I don't know. So remember when, okay, so remember in the last book when Bryce was lying to Hunt and then Hunt was lying to Bryce. Yeah. So this one, Bryce was lying to Hunt. And I was waiting for Hunt to come clean about something. Yeah. That he knew. Never did. And what the fuck is this snake for? Like, I thought maybe. And then I was like, well, maybe it's Therian. Because now he's like a Viper Queen. I'm like, no, but he has wings. Like, what's going on? Yeah. Um, And there's lightning. It's obviously the Hunt. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to think also about, like, where else there's snakes in the story. Well, so there was. Fuck. There was. Okay. I kind of like was reading ahead a lot and there was this point where it was like after they took Emil to the uh her parents mm-hmm. and I was like skipping ahead and I kind of read something like oh he's like a snake and I thought oh Emil's really gonna turn into a snake <laughs> and I'm like don't get it into your head it didn't happen yeah. <laughs> like I was like okay that was stupid um and I was like, cool, like Emil and like Hunt, like go, like, yeah. <laughs> go, like change the world. <laughs> I, uh, but yeah, I'm like, no, then one... who was the snake? Like, then or, I'm like, like, what does it I'm symbolize? Trying to yeah. Oh, it's so Because that's the thing is like, this, the Viper Queen is the snake. And they mentioned there being like snake shifters, but we never really meet one. Yeah. It's, I'm trying to remember who they were talking about. Which, leads me to potentially believe it has to do with his father Ooh, no i mean that doesn't tell me anything <laughs> yeah i know it was like like that is the extent of that theory yep. because again we haven't met any kind of snake people but another thing i'm excited about is getting the first hardback well hold on let's see because i haven't really investigated because i'm like oh are they gonna tell us like is she is 
what's on the book representative of what's in the book or what or not you know like and so then that will like kind of so she has a bird on her fingers like a crow okay so can you think of like what that would see my only thought would be then that it's about hunt because of the wings Mm -hmm. so is like the snake supposed to be her (gasps) no (laughs) (laughs) i got excited because i thought maybe it was a meal because hunt has this like weird connection with like emil not that they're like related or anything but like he i don't know yeah they're gonna be related now right like what does it mean what does it mean um it's probably gonna end up meaning nothing because we put so much thought into it i know because it is a snake and it is like out there like that's like it's It's like like it's like the snake and hunt (laughs) yeah the other way around like why does why does hunt have a snake yeah anyways so we've got a lot of the questions psyche of- <laughs> I, what i found out is that all we know so far is it's coming out in 2023 okay next year yeah probably in the fall yeah or in the spring so it'd be like a year from now because from what i understand again don't quote me on this this is just for my internet trolling um she's already started writing it yeah so do you know when- again like the way this one's worded and like done it feels like she probably just finished this one and jumped straight into the next one yeah okay so since you're like now like the new moss oracle when <laughs> i only when... know future things <laughs> not past things um when do when does the next akatar come out that's gonna be next so after this one comes out so then so that's why you're thinking this one's the spring yeah okay so it'll be like crescent city three Akatar six yeah okay yeah yeah <laughs> yeah and yeah. honestly they're all gonna be fucking beasts I yeah I'm excited I, like Akatar number one is pretty small the rest of them are kind of beasts except for starlight frost starlight one I don't think she's gonna sh- I don't think she's gonna get short-winded anytime soon <laughs> yeah no it has made me excited like finishing up this one to read the Akatar series yes because I like, want to see the clues yeah exactly because if she's exactly. been building this for a long time like oh fucking god like I'm excited that we're re- I'm rereading them now after yeah. having like the latest in this yeah I think I've mentioned I know I know we've talked about it before so I, I can't really say specifically if it's been on the podcast or not but the only reason I've held off on reading Akatar is because I've seen all the spoilers. Yeah. It's like, okay, so Euphoria. I have not watched a single episode of Euphoria, but I can tell you what happened because the you, internet. But I don't, see, I don't like. I don't know how. I don't know anything about Euphoria. I'm not. I don't know how. Do you Google Euphoria and then no. like look at. Because you don't seem up. the kind of person that likes spoilers, but like you just kind I know, of come I get across spoiled things. for things that I don't want. <laughs> or do, you, or do you? Because what we, what I've now learned is that your mom loves spoilers. Yes. So part of me wonders if you are actually really you're kind of looking for them, but don't want them. No. 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 
Um, I think because I want them and I don't find them. I'm not looking for them because I'm just like, I feel like that's just like the way of the universe, though, you know? Um, (laughs) So my thing, well, like with Euphoria, I wasn't really interested. It's like, if I want to watch that, I'll watch Degrassi. I'll watch Skins. Yeah. But I follow a lot of people on Twitter that really like it. Mm hmm. And so they'll tweet about it a lot. Oh, and then they'll okay. You're on Twitter. It. That's why. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. There is actually... no filter. Yeah. Twitter has like, it has an explosive algorithm. Yes. Like you can't and avoid it. That's not where I find book spoilers. So I find book spoilers all on Instagram. Instagram yeah. Um, and even though I avoid the ones that are like spoilers, don't read if you haven't read somehow I still find them. So um with with Akatar though it's because I didn't get back into reading until like the last few years right those right. books were all out yeah so like it was well past the spoiler yeah, no, for, for sure. any of those it's yeah. it's definitely um I I remember when I did read Akatar two years ago in 2020 and I remember that's when like of course in the pandemic everyone's like getting online more right and so I was like on Instagram a lot more bookstagram was kind of like coming into my feed a lot more. And I do remember seeing something about resand mm-hmm. before resand. Yeah. Resand. Um, Rysand at the time, because <laughs> I'm just acclimating to your pronunciations, but I have big <laughs> news for you. Not actually Akatar or Moss related, but in Darker Shades. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Darker Shade of Magic. I went on because I knew that she was going to be releasing more books. And so I was like looking at her website to see what the update was on those. It's going to be a whole new trilogy, by the way, which is exciting. Yes. Part of her fact, her FAQ, is how do you pronounce the prince's name? It's Rye. Is it she, really? She pronounces that Rye. I can say that Resand, as far as I know, it's Reese because like yeah. that's an actual name. That's that like a name here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that one's Rye. So my uh, quirkiness is paying off <laughs> of just like this one time it's it did. Rye. Yes, this one time. Um, yeah. So I just wanted to give you give you that. I'll give you that. Yeah. You give me back my valor. Yes. Yes, I, I will give you back <laughs> your your short why. Um. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Final thoughts. Any final thoughts? Because we've covered a lot. Thoughts. Final thoughts. So many characters. Yes. But I, I didn't ever get confused. No, it was, it was very organized and it was very yes. well thought out. And mm-hmm. pe- people were connected that needed to be connected. Mm-hmm. All of that was going on. Um, everyone kind of had a purpose. So it's, you know, it's kind of like, like I said, like kind of the end of, um, fellowship where you're like you kind of see everyone yeah. going off in their own directions now that we're yep. all separated the fellowship has the the gaggle has, the gaggle has is broken, broken. yeah <laughs> like bryce cormac has died is gone <laughs> yeah exactly yeah cormac no, yeah. their boromir bryce has died. Is, yeah yeah <laughs> it's good true. very very good analogy there yeah yeah yeah, that's good. So, okay. So then who's yeah. the hobbits? Is it like Tristan? No, the hobbits. Declan? Yeah. The hobbits yeah. are Tristan and Declan and the sprites and, Ethan. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Tristan and Declan specifically are Mary and Pippin. Yeah. Yeah. 
Hunt is Aragorn, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> so Aragorn and Gandalf. Are, Rune yeah, is yeah. probably le- a better Legolas than Legolas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He's got way better moves. He's got a better oh, game. Yeah. Yep. Sorry, guys. Yep. We all we all know how I feel about Legolas. <laughs> <laughs> also, that would make uh, the Hind. Um, Gimli. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I like it. Okay. Okay, we could, we could do that all night. Um Yeah. <laughs> um I am going to cry every night between now and the release of the next book. That's fine. Seriously. I don't like that Hunt is a slave again. Yeah, but I don't like that. And he has to go through all of that again and you know he's going to get his fucking wings cut off or some yeah. shit. I hate that because like it makes all of him not having his halo feel kind of just like pointless. I I feel like I feel like it was important for him to have kind of this life or this possibility. No, yeah, yeah. And have that but kind then, of lifted. Like, and then it come back is is so disheartening. It's just so Yeah, it defeating. I'm trying to think of like it feels like when a character dies and then they just bring them back but like, like reverse <laughs> kind of kind of yeah where it's like well then why did you do it it's like when you save a life and then you kill them again <laughs> yeah yeah or like um a star wars reference but in the latest trilogy the second movie and this gets a lot of flack and i don't think the second movie should get as much flack as it does we can make sure the record let the record show that i actually enjoyed the second one um but in terms of like plot nothing actually changed from the first movie to the third movie with the characters because Mm -hmm. the second movie did not change like their fates or what was happening we just killed off one of the characters that wasn't really that like important right and so it felt like kind of like pointless in that sense and like the overarching kind of like overarching 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 over overarching thank you kind of like story of like the major conflict you know yeah so i have i have a possibility with this okay is that the his arc in the next book is going to be him not reverting back to who he was that'd be good yeah but having a a life as a slave now with something to lose right because that was such a huge part and even lahaba like pointed it out like that's what happens when you have nothing to lose. Like you, you just become that reckless. And, and I would say Hunt's personality is, I wouldn't say reckless, but impulsive. Yeah. Um, and this might really help him. Cause I, I feel like Baxian's not very impulsive. Like, I feel like there's, mm-hmm. this would be an opportunity for him to like, even with the hind, like feel like this is how you be calculated and you yep. know what you're doing and you take your time until you can like because he was kind of already starting to be like that with bryce but it never really extended past her yeah um because would she also be brings that out in, in him yeah of like that impulsive nature or whatever um that we all love what would be interesting is if we find out that like their power is actually like their combined power is actually enough to like take off his halo yeah like he can just do it himself. Yeah. Which would show that he's like more powerful. Like they're more powerful than the Asteri. 
that'd be yeah. fun i don't know if that's necessarily a theory that would just that's a fun theory also we don't know what the hind can do yeah because she's a witch too no what is she she's a shifter yeah well she was like her mom's a witch so i guess like right. technically as far as we know she, she doesn't have any after witch her dad or dad whatever, yeah. yeah which is why she had to leave and was subjected to their brutality but yeah okay so i have but then she I, looks I have more kind like of their mom that. yeah your last thoughts <laughs> my last thoughts um i love rune mm-hmm. period mm-hmm. that's it I love that they're like in him and the hind are like together now. Yeah. Kind of. I, kind of, but like also, but I mean like so many people are like actually split up between worlds Yeah, that I'm like, Oh, but there is like hope. Yeah. You know, maybe they'll like work their shit out in their, in their brain movies and then be able to like, well, we all know that they can like <laughs> fuck in their minds. Yes. <laughs> so that's, so we know they're going to make up somehow. Yeah. yeah yeah I hope it happens again yeah so I feel like that's so that's that's also like very exciting because now you have Bryce and Hunt who are like thoroughly separated mm-hmm. that you're still gonna have like this like tension and this like sexual yeah interaction I think that's at, why... the, at least the beginning of the book or whenever yeah she decides this is like to move things but book one and their romance mm-hmm. so that's why like mm-hmm. they were definitely the fan favorites yes to be expected so yes. love ruining behind lydia yes, lydia i love that cormac was in love with a human and yeah. he held out hope still to the very end yeah. for her um cormac stan yeah yeah long live cormac long live cormac <laughs> except that you didn't yeah except like he definitely died <laughs> <laughs> i didn't see a body though so just gonna put yeah. that one out there yep he can teleport he can teleport <gasps> and the asteria like would definitely try to use him right he's a snake <laughs> he's the, he's the snake um okay who's okay. the snake <laughs> who's the snake okay um what is our next episode our next episode i believe is book to screen yes 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 we will we've already talking. recorded it so we can tell yeah. you what it's about <laughs> yeah i forgot that we did that one yeah or that's a, that that's why we did that one yeah so yeah so next week join us to listen in on one of our conversations again where we'll be talking about different books that have been turned into like movies or tv shows and we don't just talk about YA; we talk about a lot yeah well, what I like too is that we didn't just talk about like, oh, one or two. Like we kind of yeah. talked about what we like about book to screens, what yeah. we don't like about book to screens, and then kind of like brought up like examples and like really common ones like Jane Austen and just like the major ones like Lord of the Rings and Game yeah. of Thrones and so Harry it's, Potter. Yeah, Harry Potter. So yeah, it's it's really it was a really fun episode. It record. was. It was really fun to talk about. So yeah. Join us next week, same time, same place to talk about that. Yeah. Until next time. All right. Happy reading. Happy reading. Bye. Bye.
because like they have the anonymity. Yep. Anonymity. You said it. Thank you. I kind of fumbled there at the end, but yeah, they have the anonymity on their side. <laughs> yes. I fucked it up that time. <laughs> Hold on. Okay. 